0: And I can't wait to you doctor this up, and it looks as good as you want to see. Mike was in it; that was tough, but like that was nice. There's rational music too. Five, four, three, two, <clears throat> one.
1: I would like to start off by saying welcome to What the Shuck. Uh, this has actually been a really long time in the making, and something I've wanted to do for a very long time. So the goal of my podcast is to bring forward the ideas and the people who helped me to actually change my life. So going from 400 pounds to 175 and back up to 195 wasn't an easy challenge, but most of the challenges that we face in life are not easy. And these people and ideas are going to actually help you navigate through the tribulations that life will throw you. However, I also plan to put a massive spotlight on the people who make Kentucky such a unique and awesome place to live. My seventh guest has an amazing story of resilience and how to persevere even through the tough times that life throws us. Currently working as a technical talent acquisition specialist. When he's not in the gym working on his future or working on his future, he's helping out those less fortunate in communities across America with his work through programs like the Annie e. Casey Foundation, the Crossnore Schools and Children's Home, and also work at the Y. Specializing in diversity and inclusion, he has risen to the top through an often brutal system to not only help others turn their life around, but also revolutionize his own life by losing 165 pounds. My next guest is from Raleigh, North Carolina, and he is Tyrese Hughes. So thank you very much for coming on, man. Thank you so much for having me, Austin. Um, So I just wanted to bring Tyrese on because obviously, uh, as I just went over, he's had an amazing story. Um, so he had a definitely rough start and, um, just the fact that he was able to, uh, get through the things that he has, um, and to, uh, be given the chances that he has now because he's worked so hard and he's really believed in himself that no matter what happens, um, it takes a true belief and a dedication to work ethic, to, uh, make things turn around.
0: And, um, I just wanted to bring you on because of that, man. Yeah, uh, I appreciate it. I appreciate it so much. You know, I'm happy to be here. Happy to tell you about my story. I'm happy to help those that, um you know, trying to get along with this journey as well and help them to be as productive as possible and successful as possible. And I uh, tell you about the trials and tribulations that you will face, but you will overcome as long as you have that mindset. Um. So do you care to give a little
1: backstory about like why, you, uh, why I wanted to bring you on as far as for your influence? And uh, like I said, I just really thought that your story just was so resonating with people. Um, and what I really want to try to do with this podcast is to you know someone might be going through something and there's going to be a story that i want to bring on to just help people to uplift them to show them that no matter what they go through it's possible
0: absolutely let me tell you a little bit about myself first so i started out uh i've always been the heavy kid always always been the heavy kid um growing up uh played football as a heavy kid lost a lot of weight that way got actually incredible shape and uh so, you know, playing football for different places, growing up in the foster care system, you're always moved from point A to point B to point C to point D. So you're, you're moved relatively quickly. So you don't have the time to adapt and adjust to, uh, you know, other outcomes or other places. So you just got to be always on the go. And that's just how I always grew up, uh, all the way till I was 18. But I'll, um, with that being said, you know, going from place to place, I kind of, you know, picked up a... a unnecessary habit, which was uh, you know, negative thoughts and depression, which made me quit football and maybe stop being a sports because I was always depressed and just wanted to hang out in my room. Uh, and uh, I gained a lot of weight doing that. <clears throat> Until I was 18, I kind of had to switch the way I, I was thinking. I was like, uh, I can't be a grouch all the time or the Grinch all the time, just somebody's just not happy. Um, I got a personality that I was born and birth with, uh, which allows me to connect with other people and for me to shine my uh, you know, light onto other people's life and to pull them out of their slums. Even if I'm in a bad position, I always want to help somebody else come out of the slums that they're in. So uh, I got a community job working uh, <clears throat> on a ski slope in Sugar Mountain, North Carolina um, as a lift captain where I was able to connect with people on the ski slopes. Uh, I was still relatively heavy there, and um, did that for a while. And then uh, I met I met a guy uh, on the slopes who gave me a chance to come work out at his ranch. His ranches and resorts out in Colorado. And uh, so I moved out there when I was uh, 25. And I moved out there <clears throat> first time I've ever left North Carolina. First time I've ever had a chance to make some some okay money, and uh, I have everything taken care of for me, flights and all that goodness. Um, so I went out there, and while I was out there, he kind of put a he kind of put an image inside my head, and was like, Tyrus, you're really smart. How about you go back to school? Uh, you worked for us for a while, for eight months. Why don't you go back to school, and uh, we'll will help you through school?" So I was like, "No way." He was like, "Yeah, you know, you you had a really rough go at life. But this is your time to turn it around." So I did. So I. I remember driving through Kentucky and fell in love with the place here. Uh, Fell in love with how the city uh, moves and how um, green it is here and how nice people are. So it has that Southern hospitality. So I was like, all right, I could do it. I didn't want to be back in North Carolina, so I moved to Kentucky. Um, I enrolled into the uh, community college, the junior college here. Was here at the junior college for uh, approximately about a year and then transferred to the university. it didn't work. Uh, I worked at a shoe store my first couple months here. They realized that school is way too much to tie that balance a job. Uh, so, uh, you know, this guy that I call my dad now is not really my dad, but I call my dad now. He was like, dude, it's too much for you to go to school and go to work. Uh, don't even worry about work. Just get school out of the way right now. So I did that. So, <clears throat> you know, we had a heart to heart one day. I was like, "Ty, you weigh way about, uh, you know, 400 some pounds, you know, um, you're relatively heavy. You have trouble sleeping. You have sleep apnea. Um, you know, we can't walk places much. We gotta take cabs when we're in New York. When I'd rather just walk a block. Uh, you know, your clothes are expensive—DXL—and um, you wear a 5XL shirt and a 52 pair of pants. And like, you know, this is a, I really want you to live long. And your blood pressure is always high. Your heart rate's always pumping. I want you to live for a while. You know, they experience life with me and my wife and your kids and all that goodness. So, and we need you to come out of this depression. So, uh, I agreed. I was like, you know, it's the first time someone's ever believed that I can lose weight. I've never, uh, never really uh, had someone tell me that I can do it. So, I enrolled into a gym. I thought about it for a while. I enrolled into like Planet Fitness, quit after like two days. And I was like, it's horrible. And I was sitting in my uh, basement. And uh, the depression started to kick back in. I was just sitting there eating a pizza, playing Madden in my basement, at my other house, and Chevy Chase, and I was like, um, This is not what I wanna do. I don't I don't wanna be I don't look like this, I don't wanna feel like this, I don't you know, this is this is horrible. So it drove me to um, to go to the gym on Virginia Avenue here in Lexington called Body Fit Punch. Shout out to John Messick and the crew over there. Really, really good people. Um when I was there, John, John believed in me and that's all it took. It took one person and that's John to, uh, to believe that I can do it, uh, as my trainer. So I worked with them probably five days to six days a week, every day, uh, changed my diet up and I started shedding the pounds. I started, uh, I started seeing clothes no longer fit. that were uh, too big, which has never happened. Uh, and then, uh, you know, I started sleeping a little bit better. I uh, woke up with a lot more energy. Uh, I started noticing that my uh, behavior started to change. Uh, you know, when people start to lose weight, uh, they kind of get into this like cocky feel, or you like, know, oh, I look good now. Kind of <laughs> went through that stage for about a month, and then brought back, back down to reality, because I didn't look that good yet. But I was working on that goal. And, uh, you know, I, I remember, you know, I always kept this thought in my head, what people thought about me before, how people would look at me before, how people would always say, do you need a big and tall section, and uh, blah, 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 when I go and shop, and I was like, uh, so I thought about all those thoughts when I was working out, and I'd push harder, and I would sweat faster, and I would, you know, I would just think about those thoughts when I was literally in there, laying on the floor in the gym, dying, and it would just make me get up and continue to run on the treadmill, and those thoughts kept going in my head how, as a kid, i get called fat, and like, ugly and horrible names and i was just pushing right through all those on the treadmill or when i'm boxing at the boxing gym or when i'm jump roping at the boxing gym or where i'm lifting weights i just push through all those negative negative thoughts and uh, structure my brain to where i can use that negativity as positivity uh and positive energy to help me continue to push forward. so um you know i stayed with body fit for a long time and uh, I slimmed down enough to where my blood pressure kind of normalized out, and uh, my heart rate came down to a relatively uh, a normal heart rate. Now it's a really normal heart rate. Resting heart rate's in the 50s, 60s. Um, you know, I sleep no more hours now. My cholesterol is lowered. It's just a drive. You know? you know, I always ask myself, I always start my mornings uh, with the mindset how are you going to better yourself today? Can you give yourself 3% more than what you did yesterday? Or can you can you give yourself 1% when you're really tired? How far do you really want to go? And that's a question that you always got to think about. That's us say, I write in my journal uh, every week how far that I push myself and could I push myself even further the next week. You know, Austin, just like you do, I hear you every day. You know, uh, <laughs> it's the mindset. You got to train your body. You got to train your mind and the body will follow. And uh, Kevin Hart's personal trainer reached out to me. And uh, admired my work and asked me for me to wear some of his uh, clothes that he uh, that he produces, and I do. But I just train, and uh, he checks in every now and again. It's just you know exposure to to what my life uh, is became now is is great, and I love it. So, and
1: it's something that you manifest, man, because it was definitely not something that's always been something that you just had. And um, when people, I have friends who actually talk to me, and they're at first at least, and they'd be like, "Dude, why do you always post stuff?" And I was like, "You know, there might be someone who's sitting out here, and this literally manifested into a podcast for me. It started as just posting videos on Instagram, Snapchat, and it's like, oh, how like I have a story that I can get out there and maybe help people. Because then, you know, I had friends that would say that, but then I had people who would message me and be like, "Dude, your work inspires me, and in what you're doing, and you're changing your life, but you're not only like." doing it for yourself you're doing it to help everybody and it was a way for me to hold myself accountable you know i was right. putting it on the internet and i was like you know someone one day might be like hey i heard when you were like hey remember that in 2020 your goal is to raise forty thousand dollars for charity well did you do that and i'm like oh dang like right they were listening to that like oh crap i need to make sure like i'm consistent because Absolutely. there's like people who are <clears throat> truly taking this in and holding it like you know it's not they're not taking it with a grain of salt. They're literally doing the opposite. They're saying, "Hey, I've seen that you do this stuff now. Like, I expect this from you, just like you were saying. You know, people get to the point to where they start to expect you these actions from you because you've really gained this momentum, and it's really awesome that you've done what you're doing, dude. And I mean, we met at everybody fights, um, and immediately your story resonated with me because I had no idea that you had even been a big guy. And someone was like yeah, Tyrese used to, you should talk to Tyrese. He's, he's like got a story similar to you. Like he, he's lost all this weight. And I was like, what? Like, I would never <laughs> guess. I just thought you're an athlete already. And I was like, this guy's like over here killing it. And like, it was, um, it was such a cool thing because I just immediately was like, all right, I got to get to know this guy. I got to hear a story. I want to hear what he's about because there's not many people who lose 50 pounds, let alone 165 pounds. And right. it's just an amazing thing that you've been able to do that. And I know that with, myself being in the stressful moments that you said you saw yourself in and just being sad and depressed and you know that you have these powers within you that you can give to the world but you don't have the energy and you don't have the belief and you're just like i have these things that i see in my head and i'm like how do i get them out and just working on yourself physically and mentally getting in the gym and learning hey man this struggle that i'm going through it's really important it's actually made it's made me strong and now your story is going to be so important man and this this shit you've gone through um i feel like you really it's a metaphor i always use is that uh you can use these bricks that life's going to hand you to either weigh you down or you can use them to build something right and i feel like both of us at some point have allowed allowed those bricks to weigh us down and now we're literally saying, you know what? I've had enough of that. Like, let's let's start building something. There's something beautiful to be taken from this shit that's happened to me and happened to you. And let's make something cool of it, man.
0: Right. And I remember like an old quote <clears throat> that A.T. Thomas would say all the time. If you want to succeed as bad as you want to breathe, then you'll be successful. And that runs through my mind every single day. I want to succeed. So... And not just with weight, but with my my career as well. I never thought that I would be on Facebook's offices and working out of a Facebook office or getting leads and working from Google and like doing, uh, filling requisites and finding candidates for Google. I never thought that I would be this far. Never thought that I'd be doing what I'm doing now and making the money I make now. Never thought that, but I also stayed positive and I also stayed determined and hungry. And once you think that you're full, there's always still room, to, you know, to for sure. to continue to grow. And you can't you can't just get comfortable. You got to be uncomfortable being comfortable, because if you get comfortable, then you get stagnant, and then you start degressing instead of progressing. Does that make sense? So, for sure. and a lot of people do that. It's like, oh man, I'm 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 at a great place in life, but you can be in a better place in life. You know that you can. You're either grown or you're done. That's
1: the way I look at right. it. Right. Sure. So,
0: you know, and another quote that I remember, you know. And this is what also, you know, plays in my head, too, when I'm at the gym. I remember Michael Jordan saying something that stuck with me, and I'm probably going to get a tattoo of it on me. But he was like, yeah, two choices in life. You can be a somebody or a nobody. What are you going to do? <laughs> I mean, that's about as blunt as it's going to get, you know. Yeah. Like, so that's, that's the thing, you know. You, what do you really want to do? And how bad do you really want to do it? And once you once you figure that out, and once you once you once you figure that out, and you you write that out, and you start planning for it, and you start seeing results. Because a lot of people get discouraged within a couple weeks of this journey. It doesn't work like that. It takes oh my goodness, it takes like six months to eight months before you start seeing inches come off. They're coming off, but it's slow. And once you start seeing, them, they're coming off quickly after that. And then you start feeling good. And then you start. You start seeing results. You start seeing pictures of your old stuff. You're like, "How did I get there? How did <laughs> I? How, what happened?" And it's and it all starts with your mental too. You've got to take care of your mental health. Your mental health should be first. If your mental healths not there, then your weight loss is going to be all over the place. It's going to fluctuate. And I experienced that before. Lost 165 pounds. Put back on 30. Lost 35 again. And then now I'm just like. My house is fluctuating. What's going on here? Is it because I'm eating bad or is it because I'm working so much that I'm not paying attention to my mental health or am I ignoring my mental health? Then you got to stop and breathe and realize that like, hey, I'm tired, exhausted, and I'm not taking care of my mental as much as I should. And then once you figure that out, then you get yourself back on track. You're going to have setbacks, and you gotta get used to that. There's always gonna be failures, but how you take those failures and succeed from those failures, Austin, is how you see be successful, even more successful than what you are. A lot of people get they fail and then just get down in the dumps. I, I take failure as criticism, uh, and I take that criticism, I reshape it, and I soar it, and I keep pushing on. and then. You know, just all about the mental. <laughs> take care of that, and then uh, not just take care of your mental, but take care of like, you know, your body as well. And then get some help. You know, find find somebody who went through this process, and don't try to do it alone. Trying to lose weight alone is really hard, and uh, you gotta have somebody who pushes you. And don't find a trainer that's born ripped. find a trainer that kind of struggled as well and then because they 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 can help you overcome something that people that are born ripped cannot because they never stepped into those shoes i found somebody i found a trainer john was john was always like relatively like ripped and swole but john's worked with a ton of people that had the same uh that was in the same boat as i i was and then so he understood so Find someone that understands and also has been through the struggle a little bit, and they'll be able to help you succeed as well.
1: Man, I think that that's what is so important about what we found uh, working out at EBF is just you're in a community of people who are going through maybe not the exact same struggle, but you start to really realize it doesn't matter what their skin color is. It doesn't matter what sex they are. Everybody in that room in that very moment is going through the exact same struggle, and outside of that room, you might be going through something else. But Mm -hmm. the thing is, is in that moment, hey – we can find unison in like and it really becomes a mental jujitsu of like flipping situations and realizing like, oh wow, like this person isn't who I am, but they are going through a struggle and it's for me to realize that, hey, maybe you have a bad day that day right. mentally. And um you're sitting there and you're like, Man, I feel like shit, and I just feel like being an asshole. But then you gotta realize <laughs> like you gotta flip that and be like, hey, um, if I act like an asshole, what if someone else sees me act like that? And then they act like that. Because they, the just the reaction of just, just, the, just the community. So when I would go to EBF, I would be like, I have to 100% be on my A game because someone's going to be looking at me and be like, hey, that guy wasn't working very hard, so I don't have to work very hard. I want to be the opposite of that. I want to be like, that dude's working his butt off. And look at where he used to be. So if he can do that and – I'm ten pounds overweight. Well, then I have no damn excuse to not lose this right, weight. Right, that's true. Like we, like there, I saw a video of a guy literally climbing a rock wall, and a wheelchair was connected to him. I seen that. And I'm like, dude, what is your excuse? Why can you not get into the gym? Right. And I know what people are going through because I went through that myself, and it's so important. It's just like you said, mental setting the tone mentally is literally the first step you have to take in order to start your journey. And anything. Because right. that's who you're going to be with every single day. That is your person. It, you, Your physical body is going to at some point change. And you're going to be different. And the metamorphosis that you're going to be witnessing of your body mm-hmm. is always going to be constantly different. But your mental state is going to be there every single day. Right. And it's up to you because no one else is going to see it besides through your behaviors. But the, the reactions that you have in your head and the thoughts that you have... Are going to be up to you so when you're getting up and you look in the mirror and you go man i don't like this guy i don't i don't what like this is tough for me so when you go through a struggle in life you're going to be like hey i don't like this this is tough to me but if you wake up and you're like i'm looking good baby i'm looking good i'm feeling good my mental state's here like i've worked on myself remember all that struggle i was going through it is so much easier man and it's just the consistency that you can allow yourself by just feeling good is a great start, but the thing is, is there's going to be days when you don't feel good, right? But you have to at that point, like you said, your journal is your super important part because you look back and you can be like, hey, why was I feeling this way this day, and how did I, how did I react, and what did I do to fix this problem? And that's the biggest thing is a lot of times people will have this damning problem in their life. They're like, man. Like, what can I do to fix this? I can't figure it out. And it's really like right in front of them the whole time. Right. And it usually you like, you, you probably wrote it down like, oh man, I'm in a bad state today because this happened. And it's just, that's why I feel like journaling and stuff like that's really important too. Is just,
0: Oh yeah. To have
1: accountability. Like we said with Instagram and stuff, it's just an accountability of yourself.
0: Right. So a lot of people, so another thing that tends to happen is people get uh, intimidated by the gym. And you know, that's something that, gyms have got to get away from is that uh, yes. that that's you know that's why it's important to find a gym that that will support you because if you go to a gym that's got like everybody's well wearing a tank top things yeah you, know, you know what i mean like everyone and no one's uh you know walking up to you and speaking to you then i know for myself i i wouldn't want to go to that so that's why i kind of stayed towards like that's why i kind of went towards boutique gyms such as like the body fit and the everybody fights and cycle bar and stuff like that is because I need people that are just going to surround me and that is literally about to go through an hour of hell mm. and then at the end of that we all get together and you know we stretch together we, we high five each other and uh, you know we break it down then we roll out. We do that together. That's all that matters to me. I'm just like, dang, everybody, we all in here. So I'm not the only one in here dying. Everybody else is dying too. Exactly, so, yeah. you know, that's, that's, you know, going into, I encourage people that start out at a gym, I encourage them to, to, to pay a little bit more to go to a boutique uh, gym so that they have everybody together class, uh, doing class workouts is I, I, I admire them because the instructors are there to help you uh, get through that hour. And also, you got people that are encouraging you. Nobody's really looking at you. You know, that's one of my biggest struggles, too. When I used to work out, I was, I was afraid that people would look at me. I'm like, don't look at me, struggle. But I, I I caught myself looking at everybody else struggling while well, I was struggling, too. So, <laughs> you know, I figured it out and I'm like, everybody in here is dying. But it's <laughs> that feeling afterwards is awesome. It, it's great. So.
1: And, dude, the whole culture of what we face um, as dudes who used to be big guys, like you go to the gym and you see these dudes that are like, oh, I look like The Rock, I look like The Rock. And it's just like, dude, I'm why did I even come here? I'm never going to look like that. But when you have that belief, like you're never going to because you don't think you can, so you're not going to. And that's such a toxic culture of the gym life is the bro culture where people are like, I need to take a video of this dude looking like an idiot over here because... Yeah, it's horrible. You yeah, know, it's horrible. I, I will laugh my ass off at those videos. But, <laughs> it, but still, dude, it's not okay because that person's really trying to get and make a better version of themselves. So it's really, like, kind of sad that we laugh at that. And I get it. There's some ridiculous workouts. But the ones that really kill me are just when it's someone who clearly doesn't know what they're doing. And it's like, that guy maybe just needs guidance. Like, it's like we're laughing at him because he, he's a novice to this skill. Like... Maybe what would be cooler is if someone had a video of this dude who doesn't know what he's doing and then someone's like, "Hey man, um I see that you're struggling like how like how can I come over and help you?" Like, right. you know, do you need help? Do you want me to like, you know, just in some way, dude, like you said you would go in there and you'd be like, "Oh my gosh, don't look at me. Like, I don't want those people to see me struggling, but now it's like to the point to where I try to be as transparent as possible and I'll show my struggle because I want to p- people to see, "Hey, I'm not perfect. I'm not some God. There's not some like, I've lost 225 pounds, but let me tell you, like, there's days when I'm like, hey, I want to eat a whole pizza or like, I want to oh, eat yeah. a slice of pie or, and just stuff like that. <laughs> and it's just, people just assume because you're posting on the internet sometimes that you got this perfect life. And I, I want to show the transparency of like, there are struggles and there are things you're going to go through and like with oh, the gym.
0: You're going you're gonna to eat some pizza. You're, <laughs> you're going to eat some pizza. You're going to have some McDonald's whatever it's <clears throat> so what i used to do is that like i used to get into this fat like this really 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 big mental thing where i wanted to just only eat healthy and that's it and uh i would like put myself in a huge calorie deficit that's not healthy either uh nobody taught me nutrition so i was just like when i was going through this weight loss thing. i kind of literally put myself in ketosis and I didn't know that. And I was just shredding, 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 shredding. And I was like, what is going on? I'm losing weight fast. But
1: literally, now,
0: <laughs> I was in ketosis the entire time because I wouldn't eat anything that was white. I wouldn't eat bread that was white. I wouldn't eat anything. I would just eat greens and meat. I would eat rice. And then uh, I, wanted to, I was just listening to so many different uh, YouTube videos and reading so much off the internet that I was putting myself into malnourishment where I almost, almost like permanently messed up my vision. From that, so uh, I had to get that corrected from just being so malnourished that like it was messing with my vision to where that uh, was like, yo, you, you got to stay away from that because that's why your vision's blurring out right now. And uh, so I went and got nutritional help, and then and not just nutritional help, I went to a nutritional therapist who's trying to help me develop, learn how to develop, uh, develop me back into eating regular foods again and stop being afraid of regular foods. So again, it's the mental thing. You're gonna go through these roller coasters but it's how strong you are. Uh, you're going to become even stronger and um, people are going to help you and um, you just got to reach out and get over that, uh, that scared barrier and then let people know. Let your nutritional therapist know, your nutritionist or dietitian know that I'm struggling with eating this food. I don't know how to approach it and I don't know Like I feel like if I, like for instance, I used to be so scared of eating a piece of cake so I would literally feel sick if I ate a piece of cake and Go run like two miles to so run it off and just kill myself for it. My, my dietitian was like, does there's a piece of cake weigh fifty pounds." <laughs> and then she was like, "No, so eat it." So, you know, that's that's a great thing about this entire journey. You get your laughs and your cries, but you know, it's all the outcome, which is great.
1: Dude, it's so fucking beautiful. I mean, just like you, you're like we're literally like the the like Greek tragedy. you know it's like hilarious and you want to laugh because you get it so much people like they see us and they're like oh my gosh like that guy's not perfect in any way but this beautiful story man is just like so touching and i completely like resonate and it touches me and just dude like i was almost crying at the very beginning when you were talking about your story man like i that shit got me emotional and that's what i want i want people to know that um Whatever they're going through, it's possible that you can make it through it. And especially with dieting um, and just mindset that, dude, I mean, you are like, as far as what I was going through, you are the person who I was like, oh, this is, this guest like most resonates like with me closely. And just, I was so proud to know your story and dude, just the more I learn about you, I'm even like, oh my gosh, Like, I was just telling you, like, you remind me of like your story potential is like less Browns-esque because... You, you started from nothing, and someone gave you a chance, and this chance has literally revolutionized your life. And, and not only are you going to help you change your life, you're doing it for other people, man. This is so fucking awesome. And um, I know that 2020 is a huge year for both of us. We have massive, massive goals. And um, I just wanted to know maybe what a couple of your goals were.
0: In 2020? So uh, I'm glad that you asked. A couple of my goals... In two thousand twenty, I'll give you two really. I'll give you three. Uh, One is uh, finally be done with all this educational work uh, because studying at Cornell uh, and also at UK and uh, just learning. uh, So two different skill sets here. Ones at Cornell learning human development. And the other one at, uh, at UK is uh, human resource management and human organizational communications. So get all that finished, that's one goal. Second goal is to relocate to market. So um, I, might possibility, I might have a possibility to work in for a big tech company uh, that I'm super, super excited about, and that is Google. So right now I kind of work for a tech company with Facebook. So I uh, kind of shift towards that Google culture, which is going to be really fun. And my third goal uh, this year, man, that's a really good question. You know, I guess my third goal this year is to do something I never thought I could do. And, um, you know, I haven't figured that out yet, but what is it that I never thought I could do that I'm going to do this year? And that's if that's travel somewhere new, if that's, you know, I've done a lot of traveling, so if that means biking to another state just on a bike, or if that means, like, what about if I went to to do a polar plunge somewhere? What about if I traveled to a new country or something like that? Just relax and just something new because I'm able to do that now. So, what if I what if I did something new? So I want to push myself that way because I push myself in other ways. But maybe it's time for me to step out the boat, and quit being so shy, and go go to another country. <laughs> I love it, man. No, seriously, that was
1: like. You didn't have like a set answer, but you have like a definite like direction, and that's really important. Right. Um, that's actually the most important part. You might not have the actual end result that you know, but you know like you have a like skeletal structure of what you're looking for, at least. Right. You know what you want to take from it, you just don't know what it's going to be.
0: Right, right. That's you know that gonna it's going to
1: include growth. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, do you have like a. Closing statement that you would like to end things with as far as like for uh, people who may be in the slumps or just someone who's going through something?
0: Hey, look, if you're in the slumps, if you're going through something, remember, just like Michael Jordan said, you got two choices. Remember those two choices we talked about. And uh, not just Michael Jordan, but remember what I said about E.T. Thomas too. Uh, If you want to succeed as bad as you want to breathe, then you'll be successful. So take what I have told you from this. Let it manifest in you and grow. And if you need help, and reach out and get help, and uh, you can do it, I promise you, you can do it. It's gonna take a little while, but you can do it. You you got this. So uh, you know. You know, I'm always praying for people that need that guidance and that help, but just remember that if nobody got you, Ty got you. So
1: (laughs) I love it, man. And uh, one more thing where can people find you on social media and stuff like that?
0: You can find me on the gram at Tyrese H, that's T Y R E E C E H, or you can find me on Facebook at Tyrese Hughes. And uh, that's well. I don't really get on Facebook like that. My Instagram is my big one, so follow me. Let me know that you listen to the podcast. I'll follow you back, and we'll just check in with each other, hold each other accountable. So,
1: all right. Well, I appreciate it so much, man. Thank you for coming on. Um, you've been a guest that I've really wanted to bring on since I literally started thinking about doing this podcast, and I'm so excited that we finally got to do it. Um, if you've been listening to What the Shup thank you so very much. Um, I'm going to be posting these usually on Monday and Friday of every week and it's been a really awesome experience because just literally manifesting this into existence is something that i've really wanted to do for like two or three years and just finding the courage to make this finally happen um has been really cool because it's been through the influence of people like tyrese and the people that i hope to have on this uh podcast in the future but thank you all so much and uh check me out at what the shuck 301 and hope you all have an awesome day and don't forget to live the dream baby